get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. have you with us on 101 ESPN. The Cardinals and Royals play the second of three tonight at Kauffman Stadium. And the Cardinals telecast with Dan McLaughlin will be on FS Midwest, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock. And FS Kansas City will carry the Royals side of the telecast. And our friend Rex Hudler will be part of that activity. He joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Rex with Danny Mack. This is Randy. How you doing? Oh, how are my old friends doing? I'm doing great, buddy. Are you kidding? How are you guys? Doing great, Rex. Are you holding a baseball, flipping it in your hand when you're talking baseball, even in the morning? Dan, absolutely not. But I'm thrilled that you're <laughs> up this morning and you're working, man. But, you know, I got to give it a rest uh, at some particular time. Hey, you know, my my uh, my knuckles, my, you know, the uh, the joints of my fingers, um, we're, we're aching a couple of years ago, really bad. And I go, well, you know what, what's, what the heck could that be from? I'd wake up in the morning and, uh, sure enough, it's from flipping that baseball all the time. So I had to take a little break with that. I hold it now. I just don't flip the curveball anymore. I understand. Hey, tell us about, uh, what kind of year it's been for Mike Matheny and the Royals. Uh, it's been a, a, another losing season, but yet a rebuild season, but generally speaking, what kind of year it's been for the Royals? Well, you know, Dan, it, it, Mike Matheny, to have a veteran manager that's had a lot of success already in the game, uh, come and join your team, a guy who's energetic, who's analytic, who's very uh, vocal. Now, I know that there was that there, they, there was reported there was some, some issues with him, but as there is with every manager, it's impossible to make everybody happy. But what he did in his year or so off, in his two years off, before Dayton Moore hired him, he worked – uh, and, and on analytics, uh, he went and got schooled by a media, a guru, a guy who helped him with different things. So here's a manager who obviously was not done in his career with managing, knew that he would get another opportunity. And the fact that he worked on some of the things that he, he lacked some of the skills, he is a, a much improved manager and watching these guys play with energy every night. Uh, you know, the rebuild process is working pretty good that we've got a couple of chips, but the main thing that Matheny's done is he's brought a sense of urgency to every game, no matter where we are in the standings. Baseball is, is a game that you're, you're fortunate enough to be here at major league level and that you're fortunate enough to, to be able to play. So we're going to give every bit of effort to not only us and our organization, but for the fan base. And that's exactly how you play. You play baseball like it could be your last. So this is what we're seeing. Now, the talent, as far as uh, the, the, the hitters go, we're maybe be two or maybe a couple bats shy. But what's happened this summer with the Royals in the short 60-game season is they revamped their bullpen. Okay, The last two seasons, the 100 lost seasons, uh, they had their bullpen, they didn't, have, they didn't have any pieces. They had a bunch of young guys. They weren't sure what they were going to do. They were trying to develop. And this year, there's been four guys emerge in that bullpen. And one of them is world champion Greg Holland. Holland is back to his championship self. I think he gave up a hit last night. Um, but that's the first hit he's given up in a long time. You guys had him, and he wasn't quite healed yet. But Holland is back to form. 
and and the and Mike Messini says, "I owe you, Greg. You know, I I, I put you in tough situation in St. Louis uh, when you weren't prepared for that, and you, and you got you got mopped up there." And then Holland goes, "No, I owe you." So this is what's good is is there's a good relationship developed between Mike Messini. Uh, he's got energy. Uh, he's fun. You know, I don't know how he treated you guys in the media, but man, he knows everybody's name. These Zoom calls have been fantastic. He's held a meeting with just the broadcasters only, and then he meets with the regular media later. But uh, he answers every question. Um, he has been nothing but a bright light here. Yeah, we had him on the show when the Royals played here, and he talked about learning those things, and especially, like you said, having a media consultant and learning from his mistakes and whether it was analytics or whether it was leadership or whether it was dealing with the media, he learned about his weaknesses. He talked to people about his weaknesses and then worked on them. And Rex, so often as a player, you know this, some guys just like to work on what they're good at. And he recognized his weaknesses and he's working on what he's not good at. Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's a, a characteristic that a, a lot of us need need to learn, um, including myself. But I can tell you how difficult it's been, Dan, to to not be able to talk to the players and the coaches uh, this season. Uh, not to mention the the most important part of the game of the grand game, and that's our fans. It's been very difficult for that. But you know, doing a broadcast. You know, and not talk about adjustments that, that, that players have made. You know, you get a chance to talk to them here and there. That's been a real uh, obstacle that, that has been difficult this summer. But, you know, still, from, from the fans that we hear, uh, you know, our, our ratings are always high. This year we're in the top five uh, as far as people that are watching the games here in Kansas City. And they are not able to tell that we're not even at the ballpark there. Uh, so it's been really a, a good experiment. experiment um, but still... What we want to see tonight is Brady Singer. Watch out, Cardinals, because we got a good young pitcher. Now, you guys are used to having pitchers every every other week come up that are fantastic. We got a guy that we drafted in 18 pitching tonight who almost threw a no-hitter a couple starts ago. He followed up with in his next start with an almost immaculate inning to start the game. He punched out uh, three uh, Tigers and 10 pitches. Uh, this kid's got a real nice moving fastball. Be interesting to see if he can uh, cut through the bird's bats. Rex Hudler with us on 101 ESPN. Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker with you. And Rex, you watched that rebuild project that resulted in the World Championships with Salvi and Moose and, and Hosmer and Lorenzo Cain and, and Gordon. How does this rebuild project compare to that one? Well, it, it compares as far as draft picks go. You know, the Royals, uh, unfortunately, ha- you know, when you lose, you get you know, some of the top picks. So your scouting department becomes really important. Uh, and so what, what are they going to do? Well, because Dayton pushed all of his chips in to, to go to the World Series and win, and not just one year in 15, they almost beat the Giants in 14. And back-to-back years, a small market team, it's almost unheard of in this marketplace. So, you know, they've won a World Series before the Dodgers have on all that money. So what they've done here has been really a nice model Dayton Moore has presented uh, to not just the fan base here, but but the entire world, world of baseball. If you draft properly and you get some good draft picks and a lot of guys followed, you're going to you're going to do well. So and, and they needed pitching. They traded all their pitching away to get to the World Series, and they, and then they went ahead and revamped, and now they've got four or five young kids, including the fourth overall pick this past summer 
the best pitcher available in, in the country, in the world, Asa Lacey. As a matter of fact, he's going to be an ace, but his name is Asa. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, he went to, he went to A&M last year. Uh, you know, that was his last season. He's a left-hander, 6'4", you know, 230, big, big horse. The guy can pitch. He's a lefty. He's got four great pitches. He throws in the mid to upper 90s. And so they keep developing pitching like you guys have, and that's, what, that's the formula. Starting pitching is, is still the commodity in baseball, no matter what people say. Bullpens, yeah, they're important nowadays. But that starting pitcher, the entire team feeds off of that guy. And when you come to the ballpark as a position player, and I remember this, you're coming to the ballpark going, yeah, my guy Singer's pitching tonight. We got a chance to win. So we know how mental baseball is. And so when you're coming to the ballpark, you're already believing you're going to win. And then when you get to the yard and your guy goes out there and shuts him down, you're, you're, you're going to win. See, that, that's the formula. The mental side of the game is very important when it comes to starting pitching. But you've got a guy that can go and start eating up innings like Wainwright. How much fun was it for me, even a broadcaster for the other team, to come to the ballpark knowing that I was going to watch Wainwright and Yachty? Oh, man, I, I couldn't wait to get to the ballpark. <laughs> and sure enough, the Royals got to him again as they did the first time when they faced him. Uh, you know, they got four runs on him. This time they got three. But I tell you, that's the commodity, starting pitching. You know, Rex, you mentioned uh, the fans, and, and we may see the final time, probably not, for Wainwright and Molina. Their contracts are up uh, by the end of the season, and, and it could be the final time on Saturday they're together. I don't think that's going to be the case. We'll see. But for the Cardinals, uh, that would be, you know, for our fans, it would be what a wonderful send-off. And Randy mentioned the, the the pieces that were part of the championship run for the Royals. One of those pieces, Alex Gordon. So there's no fans there. Alex Gordon may be at the end. Is, is this going to be it for him as, as we go down the final week? Well, it's interesting. Uh, the production has been, you know, he had a hot week or two, you know, but it's been very difficult for a lot of these veteran guys to perform. Um, just the timing of, the, of everything this year and how, how rough that's been. Alex Gordon is a, is a physical specimen. Uh, he's, he's been disciplined his whole life and his whole baseball career physically. So whenever you take care of your body like that, you're going to have uh, extra mileage. He's 36, but he's probably, he's probably 30 years old as far as it goes body-wise. Um, you know, he hasn't said anything. Last year, he waited till the very end to see if he was going to come back. The Royals signed him to a nice little fan or a, a home-friendly contract uh, for one year. Uh, I would think that, that the Royals are, are moving forward. Uh, they're going to move forward with their outfield. There's a couple of pieces missing out there. They need a center fielder, you know, and then, then they're going to have to find a replacement for Alex because Alex has is, is, is had a wonderful career, um, just like Yachty and those guys, but they're moving on. I mean, gonna, he's not a part of their future at 36, 37 years old. So I would expect he might stay on. He might test the market next year to see if there's anybody that wants a, you know, an aging left fielder, but he's uh, he still plays a, a, a top-notch left field. But his bat, a little bit, little bit behind maybe at this time. But still, uh, we haven't heard. We don't know. But it'll be a tough replacement for him. He's, he's, a, he's an icon here in Kansas City. Finally, Rex, as you know, we lost Lou Brock a couple of weeks ago. And you were with the Cardinals. And I'm sure Lou made his way around the clubhouse when you were here. What are your strong memories of Lou Brock? Well, just the storytelling ability and the happiness, the joy in his heart. Um, there's a smile, you know, just his persona, his happiness, 
you know, that, that, that it comes out of people when you meet them. Um, and then, you know, the fact that he could hold court in a, in a major league locker room anytime he walked in was just really special. I mean, you know, I, I, I like to share with fans about the, uh, when a, the opportunity of a player to change teams. Whenever he changes teams, um, that's not a bad thing for the player. That's a good thing because you're, you, you learn your, your, your people, uh, your people, skills get better you you learn learn more about people you meet people uh different different uh, hall of famers of your team and, and coming to coming to uh, uh st louis uh wow having bob gibson and lou brock and red shandy sitting on the bench during games you know there was just a great feeling of tradition there and and a wonderful uh to see uh, to, to go on baseball reference and, and look at these guys' careers and how hard they played and the, the, the numbers they put up is very impressive. And the modern-day players need to spend more time with individuals like that and studying their careers, and maybe they can learn and have a, more, a better appreciation of being a big leaguer and, and, and being in the same locker rooms that these great players were. I'll tell you what, there's no replacement for that. Rex Hudler, great to hear your voice. Thanks for taking some time with us, and you always bring it. You're, you're always fun. Randy, hey, how about Dan, getting Dan out of bed for this, man? Way to go. Now, is Dan with you every morning? Uh, he's, every morning this week, Danny is going to be with us. Dan's always up anyway, so it's no biggie. Rex, oh, what, what are you talking about? I'm up early doing the preparation to make sure I do your homework for you for tonight's telecast. You know that, baby. <laughs> Hey, Dan. Dan, how's Jimmy Edmonds, man? Jimmy Ballgame. He's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah, Uh, he's been on the telecast uh, all summer long, and uh, he's on our pre and post tonight, but doing some of the games too, but he's doing great. I'm a fan of his. As I was a teammate of his when he broke in as a young player with the Angels, man, what a treat to watch the young Jimmy Edmonds play. Well, you've lived to talk about it. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt about it. But, you know, that was back in the Bo Jackson when Bo last season tony phillips i mean we jimmy edmonds will tell you uh he he was surrounded by some really quality veterans that probably helped him uh, in his career but but dan as a broadcaster there's not a better partner that he could work with than you buddy way to help him out way to break him in